Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're learning Hazinu Shishi, the sixth Aliyah in Parshas Hazinu. The topic of Aliyah is retribution. It is for Psukim Long from Periglomabe's Pasuk Mem to Mem Gimel. It's worthwhile noting that as opposed to the previous two Aliyahs where the Psukim ended midline, we're now back to the beginning of the line, sense, sensing a a, a, a transformation into the world of order as opposed to the world of anarchy where even the syntax described something was out of order. So we now hear about the following. Akash Baruch Hu says he will lift his hand, so to speak, to the heavens. I swear by my, as I am living forever, which is an expression of an oath. What is the oath that? Hashem uh, making an oath by his existence. That um, I Hashem is going to sharpen his sword and bring justice in his hand. I will make drunk my arrows with blood and my sword will cleave flesh from the bodies of the enemy. The nations will praise God. Because Hashem will avenge the blood of his servants and vengeance will be wreaked upon his enemies to, and the land will atone for them. Very, very powerful, very strong aliyah. So a few basic things. It's worthwhile thinking about the role of vengeance in Judaism in general. Very little time is given in, gen- in Judaism to vengeance, but there are a few places, a few discrete places. One is this Aliyah. It's worthwhile noting that the Psukim and Aliyah are used and borrowed in the Avarachim, we say, on Shabbos, before we put back the Torah to the Aaron. And the, that Avarachim was actually composed following the Crusades, after so many Jews were killed, those terrible Crusades. Um, they use the idea of retribution, borrowing Psukim from Aralia, thinking about the retribution of the future. Now, how is this punishment to the nations who, who brutal, brutally used Israel different to the punishment that Israel was talked about receiving in the fourth Aliyah? How is it different? The Rebbe Malbim des- describes five distinguishing factors. Number one, the judgment the, the word mishpat is mentioned by the nations. HaKadosh Baruch Hu does strict justice when it comes to the nations. With Israel, HaKadosh Baruch Hu tries to also have other midos, other characteristics in operation as well. Another, number two, by the nations, the, over here we hear an oath. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is making an oath that retribution will come. This is not so by Israel, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu just performs it. Number, two, number three is Hashem's sword, the, uh, the idea of this this, so to speak, this symbol of retribution is used by the nations, but not by Israel. Hashem does it directly himself over here, not when it comes to Israel. And there's no lighter side, there's no um, euphemisms that are left over here as well. So we see, although the nations are being punished and Israel is being punished, when it comes to the punishment of Israel, there is a degree of mercy in it as well. Now, when is this song, this, is, this, this Aliyah concludes the song of Ha'azino. The rest of the parasha is about, we'll see it's a narrative, but it's not, it's not actually the song of Aizino itself. So how is the song memorialized? The Gwan Roshona Davlam Alaf tells us that this song of Aizino is a song accompanying the Musaf Korban on Shabbos and broken into six parts. Alaf to Vov is the introdu- introduction about the characteristics of God. Then there is Zion to Yudbez, where Israel is coming to existence and they're calling on this earth. Psukim Yud Gimel to Yud Ches, the good fortune and its sins. Yud Tes to um, to Chav. Vav is the downfall, the resulting of the sins. Chavzayin to Lamed Hay is the redemption from the downfall. And finally, the future redemption, these last few psukim, which is Lamed Vav to Mem Gimel. Some even have been like to say the Ha'azinu, the song of Ha'azinu on Shabbos, relating to Korban Musaf, Sam song as well. 
Now, wh why is this the end of the song? Why is the song end on this note? So Ramban points out that the song of Azino includes all the stages of the Jewish history. First, Hashem forming the nation of Israel, His chesed in giving us the land with much blessing, our opulence and decadence leading to forgetting Hashem, Hashem punishing us, and finally, the nations who, who hurt us receiving retribution, realizing the truth. So Ramban points out that if you look at Jewish history, you'll notice that all, almost all of these have actually occurred, one after the next. The only thing that's missing is the future Geula, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to seek full retribution. That being the case, that, that being the case, uh, the Ramban uh, explains, we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to do this. This is a prophecy. This, this is a prophecy that will be fulfilled because we've seen all the previous steps that have actually come to pass. And he said it could not have been fulfilled at the time of Bayez Shani, at the time of the second Bez Midash, because at that time, the nations were not praising us. We were still scorned by the nations. Rav Hirsch actually quotes the Sifrei, who says that, um, this song is so great because it includes the past, present, and the long-term future. That's why Azin is so relevant. And finally, Rav Hirsch says one last comment, which is worthwhile noting. He says, the way that this song is phrased, specifically in the last two aliyahs, in Shishi and Chamishi, is almost as if Hashem anticipates that the nations would get hold of this Sefer, or the, the book of the Torah, and uh, uh, take it seriously, because these are warnings directly to the nations of the world. And that's exactly what happened. The nations of the world did take, and although they abrogated and changed and mistranslated parts of the Torah, they actually did accept the Bible. The Quran is based on the Bible, and the Old Testament is, is the Bible. Um, so the, this, the, the, this actually did happen, which is why it's almost as if embedded into it is the notion that Akash Baruch Hu knows that the nations will ultimately adopt the biblical narrative as well, which is what we've seen happen. So looking at the, back at the end of history, it's pretty amazing and remarkable to see the fulfillment of so much of what's been talked about in Parshas Hazinu, the song of Hazinu, and why it is this everlasting testimony. Have a wonderful and meaningful.